The Z-Ball podcast is a casual conversation that occasionally delves into mature subjects and may contain vulgar adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Z-Ball Podcast and Week 8 of the Scorching 6 Picks. Recording this on a Friday, late afternoon Pacific time. Joining me today, Akshay. Akshay, how you doing, brother? Yo, what's up, G? Uh, I'm doing pretty good, dude. Uh, it's Friday. It's a uh, kind of rainy day here in, uh, in Dallas. But hey, you know what? It's, it's Friday, dude. So I'm ready to roll. All right. Friday's always a good day. So let's get straight into the Week 8 slate. First game we got, Seattle on the road in Atlanta and giving six and a half in this one. What do you think? Giving six and a half. Uh, Seattle, Atlanta. I'm just trying to think. Uh, Seattle, I know. They lost a close game last week from what I believe. Uh, I think uh, I think there's something. I don't remember what happened, but I think Russell Wilson threw an interception, I think, in the last play. I I believe so. That, uh, that caused them the game there, but... Uh, I know Atlanta is not doing really well right now. I mean, they're, what, 1-6, and six, and they are pretty much going. At this point, I think they're in the bottom the depth of the league. So, you know, I'm going with Seattle. I think they're going to easily cover that spread. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree here with Seattle. I'm going to swallow the 6.5 here, agree with you. Uh, Seattle coming off a terrible loss last week at home to Baltimore. Uh the worst game of the season by far by MVP candidate Russell Wilson uh, threw a pick six to Marcus Peters. And then the Ravens just seemed like they controlled that game throughout with their, their run game with Lamar Jackson and the Seahawks just a surprising loss for them at home against a team like the Ravens. But just as we saw last week with the their divisional counterpart, the Seahawks divisional counterpart, the Rams, they were coming off three straight losses, went into Atlanta and got right and just blew them out completely. So I think I see the same thing here happening for the Seahawks uh, going into Atlanta, getting things right uh, after a bad, tough loss and covering the six-and-a-half point spread. And then on the other side for Atlanta, obviously they're in that discussion for the first pick now with how bad they've been playing. I mean, one and six. And then Dan Quinn has got to be the leading candidate for first coach fired for sure. Actually, probably second coach because Jay Gruden's already gone, but he's definitely on the hot seat for sure. Uh, who knows if he'll make it throughout the entire season. It's not looking that way, the way the Falcons are playing right now, but we'll see. But, yeah, Russell Wilson going to bounce back. I think he's going to have a 300-plus yard game, probably two, three touchdowns. He's always played well from what I've seen on the road in Atlanta, even going back all the way to his rookie season. So I think he has another good game in the – in the Dome in Atlanta, and then the Seahawks cover this six-and-a-half point spread. I'm going to go Seahawks 31-20 in this one. All right. Sounds good. Game number two, another early afternoon game. Buffalo at home hosting Philadelphia and giving a point-and-a-half. What do you think? Hmm. Buffalo's a strong team at home, that's for sure. And their defense is really well. Um, actually, they're playing really well this year. I think they're 5-1. Um 
in total wins and uh, losses. So if they're giving up one, you know, that's uh, you can't think here. Austin Wentz, and uh, I know he has, uh, he's playing, uh, he's been really good this year. He's already has, what, 17, almost 1,700 yards, uh, 13 TDs. But, uh, you know, um, Frank Gore is uh, is not bad at all as well. He has two TDs, but... Frank Gore, man, the ageless yeah. wonder. How old is that guy now? No, I don't know. <laughs> he is old, bro. He's probably, I would say in his, uh, what, he's, um, I would say in, maybe what is he, uh... 35, 36? I think so. I'm not 100% sure. I think he's 36, but, but he, he looks a lot older, and he fe- feels like he's a lot older than 36. He does, but he do, but, but he can still run with the ball. That, that's the amazing part. I don't know. Yeah, it's amazing that he's one of the lead backs for a 5-1 and one team so far, <laughs> still in today's NFL. Yeah, so. You know, I'm going to go with the Bills here. You know, uh, I'm going to go on the edge. I'm going to take a little chance here. I'm going to go with the Bills. I think their defense will... Is going to play really good, um, especially if they are playing at home and the Eagles are uh, one and three uh, when they are playing away from home. So I, I went with the Bills. I think they, uh, I think they cover that spread of, uh, and uh, I think they come away winning this game. Yeah, Bills have looked uh, excellent defensively so far with the five and one record. I mean, they even held Tom Brady in the past to sixteen points and probably gave them the toughest battle so far that they've had this season uh, so far but I mean offensively the Bills a little shaky Uh, Josh Allen is not the greatest of quarterbacks I think he has eight touchdowns seven picks on the season something like that and then they rely heavily on their running game the receivers are very small receivers but they're very quick slot type guys and John Brown and Cole Beasley and then they rely, like you said, on the, on their defense. I mean, with their defe- defensive ends and Latula Lay and uh, Shaq, Shaq Lawson and then Tredavious White and Micah Hyde and, and their corners and safeties. So I think this one, I like the Bills. I'm going to agree with you, Akshay. Swallowed the point and a half. I think their defense is going to rough the game up, uh, muck the game up here, uh, give Carson Wentz a lot of trouble, pressure him a lot throughout the entire game. And they're going to move to 6-1 and one here, in my opinion. I'm going to take them to win this one. I'm going to go 21-17 Bills in this one. All right. Sounds good. All right. We'll move to game number three. Chicago at home hosting L.A. Chargers and giving three and a half. What do you think? Uh, you know, this game is kind of, uh, kind of tough, man. This, uh, I mean... I know Chicago's uh, they play they play well at home, even though they're what the one and two at home. But they're, I think they're they're better at home than they are on the road. But um, but it's the Chargers, dude, and the Chargers is I always have this full feeling about the Chargers is, is Chargers will go as far as far as Philip Rivers can take, and and that guy is known to be uh, a knucklehead at times and makes bad decisions. So you know, in this case, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with the with the home team here. I'm going to go with the Bears. I think they'll, they'll cover the spread. The Chargers are one and two away, um, so it's like they're only they only won what two games out of five this uh, so far. So two games out of seven and one. Oh, it's only seven, seven. My bad, my bad. I think seven, five. Yeah, yes, I, that's right. It's already uh, the seventh week in uh, the eighth week in is this week uh, the eighth week. Well, seventh week in the uh, it's week. Well, this is week eight. We're in week eight. Well, it's just week eight. Yeah, <laughs> I got to show 
how much I'm involved in this anymore, but uh, <laughs> we did already, dude, and it's like uh, the Chargers, I don't know. I have to go with the Bears here. Yeah, all right. I mean, this one, I don't know. I mean, the only... I don't really like any of the other games on the slate, so I kind of had to put this one in. I don't really trust either one of these teams, to be honest. I mean, exactly. the Bears offensively, Trubisky just looks like an absolute uh, dumpster fire there as a quarterback. And then Matt Nagy, as much of an offensive genius as he is, uh, there's only so much he can do when you have to kind of uh, handicap and limit your kind of game plan and kind of coax your quarterback into kind of winning and throwing type situations and I think that's really kind of just played its its course out with the Bears so I don't know what they do at quarterback and then they can't really get their running game going either with um uh Devin Monk Devin Singletary not Devin Singletary what's it David Montgomery and Tarek Cohen so those guys aren't really getting going the the receivers even if they do get open Trubisky can't place the ball or accurately throw to them and obviously they're dependent on their defense as well at home with that weather shouldn't be too bad in Chicago in late October it's probably going to get worse as the season goes on into the second half of the season and then on the other side for the Chargers just a lot of bad stupid losses uh they have the holdout situation with Melvin Gordon he's kind of come back uh kind of assimilated himself into the offense and for this one, I'm just going to f- go with the Chargers here, plus three and a half. I'm not super confident about it, but I just like them better than the Bears. I trust them a little more than the Bears. That's the only reason I'm going to take them here, getting three and a half. But I don't know who who would really win this game, but I, I'm just going to say Chargers win outright. I'm going to go 27-24 Chargers, but I don't know. We'll see. I'm not super confident about it, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> exactly, dude. It's going to be up and down game. Who knows? I feel the same way about that. All right, we'll move on to game number four. We got a really big line here: New Orleans at home hosting Arizona, giving ten and a half. What do you think? At home, giving ten and a half—that's a lot, dude, against Arizona. But Arizona—they've been playing pretty bad too themselves. I mean, their offense is okay, but defense has been sort of not too great, from what I heard, from what I've been seeing. But. Um, I think they're, they're saying that uh, rumor, you know, listening on the radio, that um, uh, on the Saints, um, the coach is not going to determine who the who the quarterback is yeah, until game day. So I'm not sure what's happening there. But uh, ten and a half—that's uh, that's a lot. Dude. That's a lot of points for me uh, for them to get uh, for them to score here. So you know, I'm uh, I'm good. My gut feeling uh, it says. Uh, I'm going to go with the Cardinals. Um, I think uh, they are... Uh, oh, actually, no, I'm sorry. This game's at home, right? Yeah, it's in New Orleans. New Orleans at home. Oh, uh, my bad. I thought it was in... Uh, I thought it was in... Uh, um, in, um, Phoenix. in Phoenix. But no, no, that's not the case. So, you know, in this case, I'm going to go with the Saints. Um, I'm going to risk it. I think they do cover that spread. I thought the game was in Phoenix. That's why I said that. But I'm going to switch it around now. I think no matter who plays, whether it's uh, Breeze or the other guy they have, I mean, their offense is explosive, that's for sure. Yeah, so uh, I'm going with the Saints, man. I think they cover it. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to have to agree, even though 10.5 is a lot to swallow. So I'm going to swallow the 10.5, agree. Uh, either way, even if Breeze or Bridgewater plays, I think they can put up points. And then 
I think more importantly, their defense is super physical. I think they can control the line of scrimmage against Arizona's run game, against Arizona's offensive line, and give Kyler Murray lots of fits throughout the entire day. And I think that's really what they're going to do in this one at home with that crowd behind them and then kind of just control the ball offensively with the with Kamara in backfield and Latavius Murray as well. And then I think uh, Bridgewater will get uh, lots of connections, lots of throws to Michael Thomas, in my opinion. And I like a big, a lot of points put up by the Saints. Um, so I th- and I think they're going to w- cover the 10 and a half. I'm going to go with them here, 31-14 in this one. All right, Game number five, late afternoon game. Got Houston at home hosting Oakland and giving seven points. What do you think, Akshay? You know, Houston did. I think there was some news that just came out of Houston. I, I don't really know what. But, uh, you know, uh, I, I'm going to have to go with Houston here. I think, uh, how many points are, are they giving up on today? Seven. Seven, okay. Uh, you know what, I think it's something with Houston. I think, uh, I don't know what I heard somewhere, but uh, I know the Raiders are sort of like a mess right now. Um, even though it was, uh, what, 3-3, three three, but uh, I, I think they're still missing a few things on the Raiders. Uh, um Hmm. I like Houston here, but I think this is going to be a close call. I think Houston wins the game, but I don't think they win by a touchdown. I think it's more like in a field goal range. So I'm going to go with the Texans. I'm going to go with the Raiders. Okay. You're taking the Raiders getting points, but you like the Texans to win. Uh, I'm going to have to agree with that, with that one as well. I like the Raiders plus seven, getting seven points in this one. Uh, I don't I don't like them winning the game, though. So, like Akshay said, I mean... The Texans coming off a loss in Indianapolis last week in a divisional battle. I think this is kind of a must-win, kind of somewhat a must-win if they want to kind of keep pace with Indianapolis in that divisional race. And I think they're going to come back after losing to Indianapolis last week and get a win, but I don't think it's going to be by 7+. plus. I think it's going to be more of a closer game by 3 or 4 points. And the Raiders, obviously, Josh Jacobs, their rookie running back from Alabama, might not play in this one, but I think uh, they have kind of enough weapons to kind of stay in the game, put some points on the board with Derek Carr, some of their other receivers, their rookie tight end, Darren Waller. So I think they're going to be able to put up points and kind of keep themselves in the game, but I don't see them winning. So I'm going to take them getting seven, but i like the Texans to win this one. I'm going to go 28-24 Texans in this one. All right, in the last game of the week, the Sunday night game from Kansas City Arrowhead Stadium. Got the Chiefs hosting Green Bay, and Green Bay is a four-point favorite. What do you think? I'm going to go with Green Bay hands down. I think uh, Patrick Mahomes is out for the game, from what I heard. So if that's the case, I'm going to go with Green Bay. I think they're playing really well. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has, what, uh, 2,000 yards passing board? I'm sorry. Over 2,000 yards passing. I think he has, what, 13 TDs? 12 or 13. But, uh, you know, they're they're flying on, on all cylinders. Uh, Aaron Jones has, what, uh, 8 TDs already. So it's, uh, I'm going with the Packers. I think they, they easily win by a touchdown there. Yeah, this one here, you have the Packers on the road. Probably their toughest game. And obviously, it's a bummer to all of us. We wanted to see Aaron Rodgers versus Patrick Mahomes. But... Patrick Mahomes uh, dealing with some injuries. Uh, he's going to be out for a few weeks. 
with that that knee issue, the the kneecap issue. So the Chiefs are going to be starting Matt Moore here, and obviously less mobility here with Matt Moore as compared to Patrick Holmes. So I think that opens up an opportunity to Green Bay's front four, their front seven, their pass rush to get after Matt Moore and get some sacks. But even given that, I think I think uh, Kansas City has some weapons that can still uh, put up points, and I think. Matt Moore can still get the ball to Tyreek Hill. They have Tyreek Hill back. He's a super quick wide receiver for them. And then I think they have kind of Travis Kelsey, obviously, in the mix. He he can kind of make it a little easier on Matt Moore. And so I'm going to disagree with you here, actually. I'm going to go the other way with Kansas City getting four. But I like Green Bay to win a very close game here. Probably I'm going to go like 27-24 Green Bay in this one. All right. All right, so with that, that'll wrap it up for Week 8, Scorching 6. Akshay, thank you so much for, for coming on. Always a pleasure. Thank you for having me, bro. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. Hope you enjoy all of the Week 8 matchups, and I'll be back next week for Week 9, Scorching 6.